What's up, guys? This is Luke Weeks. <clears throat> I am sitting outside of Brothers Antiques, about to start my day repairing some furniture. This morning on the way to work, I listened to Colossians chapter 2, which had some really good stuff. I will go into a little depth about it in a little bit here. There's so much in there that I had to write some stuff down. And I also listened to the Acacia Strain on the way here. What's the name of that song? I think it's called Beast. It's like their first song that comes up on Spotify. And that is a killer song. Got my blood flowing with that song. There's a line that says, We will not be enemies, but we cannot be friends. And it's just a killer line. I think that's pretty true for the business world when you think about <clears throat> I guess more than business just life in general and you think about that rule of that um it's not a theory I guess we'll just go with rule but you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with and sometimes there's some people in your life where it's like we're not going to be enemies but we really can't be friends because you bring me down man <laughs> but sometimes you just got to you got to choose the right people that you want in your life because if you don't, you'll end up spending a lot of time with negative people and you don't want to become the average of five negative people. So choose wisely who who you want in your life and be best friends with those people. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts of people that I respect and that are very wise and just listening daily to someone just um, with that kind of wisdom just flowing out of them, it's going to affect your life. So I try really hard to spend my time with people. I try really hard to choose wisely who I spend my time with. And I think that really, really is true. And it does help. Um... Let's see. I only got a few minutes here, but I just wrote down some things from Colossians 2 that really stood out. Pretty much the whole first part of the chapter. Where I think the author is Paul here. I could be wrong. I should probably find that out. But he talks about having our hearts knit together in love. And just um, doing things together. Striving together, not not tearing each other down, but um, just knitting our hearts together in love. And through that comes attaining all wealth that comes from assurance of understanding. The more we build each other up, the more we can learn from each other and have a better understanding of God, resulting in a true knowledge of God's mystery. And you keep hearing this God's mystery. What is God's mystery? Well, he tells you right after that, he said, resulting in a true knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ himself. So Jesus is God's mystery. The mystery of God being in flesh. So a human body, which is also God himself. It is a mystery. Jesus is Christ. Jesus is God's mystery. And then it goes on to say, in whom are all the hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Um, wisdom comes from God. 
Wisdom and knowledge come from God. The closer you are to God, the more you get to know Him. Um, the more He will open up your eyes to see His wisdom. And it talks about not letting people try to sway you with philosophy and um, just worldly knowledge because God, God created <laughs> that kind of knowledge. So true knowledge comes from the Creator God, and He surpasses um, what we might think of just um, philosophy and science. God is above that, so... Um, where are we? In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So in God's mystery is hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And then it says, Re rejoice when we see good discipline. Well, I'm kind of paraphrasing this. Rejoice when we see good discipline and stability of faith in Christ in others. So when we see our brothers and sisters um, having that discipline and stability in their faith we should rejoice and then it goes on to say walk in christ jesus our lord having been fully rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude i love how he ends that verse overflowing with gratitude so the the deeper we're rooted in christ the more we're being built up and established in our faith. And the more we do that, the more we will be overflowing with gratitude. Which is awesome. I love people who are overflowing with gratitude. I love seeing people that are just thankful for everything they have. And that is a sign of someone being rooted in Christ when they're overflowing with gratitude. And I want to be that person. I want to be thankful for everything I have. Even when it seems like I'm going through something rough, I have more than most people in the world. When you look at the big picture, there's people in different countries that don't even have a house, don't even have a bed to lay in, don't have water. They have to dig a well to get water for the day and hope that there's water at the bottom after they're done digging. As... Americans, we are blessed, and I I want to be overflowing with gratitude. So I'm going to work on these things. Um, this is just some of the stuff from Colossians chapter 2. It's most of the beginning of the chapter, but if you read it, you'll probably have a better understanding of what I'm trying to say here. But it's a great chapter, and I would recommend reading it if you don't have a reading plan right now. Anyway, I got to get inside. It's almost time for me to clock in. I'm going to go fix some furniture. And after work, I'm going to um, go work on that construction job and finish up some painting and drywall. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I will catch you later. Bye.